Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 320 Club podcast. Why is it called the 320 Club? Well, 420 was already taken, and happy hour is happening somewhere else. Two episodes in as many weeks. Ooh-wee! Ooh-wee! This episode was recorded on Saturday, March 26th, and is actually the beginning of our four-ish hour of recording. That's right, we're Tarantinoing this shit. In this episode, I'm joined again by Cognac. We basically did a lightning round of banter from inflation to Canadian politics, disgruntled employees, and I had the painful pleasure of explaining how many spider people there are. Enjoy! One, go! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm good. That's good. And you are... It's March and it's snowing. It's March and it's snowing, I guess, in La Provence, you're... uh... Yeah. Yeah, no. It's got two days two days worth of pretty heavy snow. Yeah. It's only like zero degrees, so it's like those big fat European style flakes. Oh, I see. You know the ones I mean? No, probably not. I know what you mean. What am I, I will gonna... have to excuse myself in a moment to get myself a drink, but no, that's I should have done that while you were searching for cables. You probably could have done that. I don't know why. Like uh, all of a sudden, I'm no longer the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Yeah, but it was fun to watch you be in struggle forest. So it was, I'm sure. But now, now I get to watch you just walk away from me, and you know, I get to sit here like Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park. Just now, now I'm talking to myself. Story of your life. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah. What's going on, my friend? Not a whole heck of a lot, actually. Um, some random minor stuff. Some, you know, the, the Formula One started again. Yeah, that's and, good news. And they nearly got bombed yesterday. Well, the Aramco Fuel Depot did anyway. Really? Yeah, they almost canceled the Grand Prix. No before, shit. Before FP2, a terrorist attack on the Aramco uh, Fuel Are Depot. Seven serious? kilometers from the circuit. Yeah. So the Yemeni Houthi rebels carried out an attack. We forget that, you know, we, we kicked all the Russians out of all the sports, but we forget that Saudi Arabia has also had this like long ongoing kind of genocide type famine thing yeah. going on. Yeah, but allegedly. we don't care because they're not white, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically what it comes down to. Terrorists on terrorists. Yeah. Terrorists to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as long as they don't touch my sporting events, we're good to go. But now they touch my sporting events. They tried. Fuck. What the fuck is the world going to, man? I don't know, but Haas is like P5, so I'm I'm, I'm here for it. Haas is third in the constructors. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. I'm glad you can make jokes, buddy man. (laughs) Hey, man, if Ukraine is the cost of getting Mazepin out of my favorite sport, I'm I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's dirty. That's not true. Uh, I I feel very... uh, I've got a lot of friends in Ukraine, so... Yeah, uh, so do we both. I feel like we can't really talk too much about Ukraine without getting into the nature of our employment. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna have to. I yeah. think we're gonna have to steer away from Ukraine. But I feel like I feel like that's the case too. We talk about how they're winning the meme war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Holy fuck. So it's funny. A few years ago, um, I was making some comment on Facebook because I'm, you know, I have, I feel this need. I no longer feel this need, but I felt the need to like preach about shit that I allegedly know about, but I really you, know you do a lot of Facebook commenting. I do. And I'm not, which doing is a person who anymore. has like, I think left approximately three Facebook comments in my entire life. I just do not understand the impulse. I, uh, you know what? I, uh, I've gotten away from it and I'm, I'm proud that I need to like, you know, separate myself from that impulse. So no, mm. that's, uh, yeah, you know, you know how it is. Like, it's, I need to go to like an AA meeting, but for Facebook users, maybe that's probably what. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm going to have, okay, so. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have the, I'm going to open up the Glen Morangi, the La Santa. It's a oh. nice color to that. Look at that, eh? Amber, very amber color. Very nice. I've got a Glen Morangi 18 extra rare. Ooh. Yeah. I guess that's what happens when you don't have crotch goblins. Right? Hey, look at this. It's very pretty. That is very pretty. I like the look of that. I'm going to start writing this down. I'm going to put it in like the blog entry. Okay. For, uh, so like I can say what we drank. I'm so having a scotch that in the province I live in is old enough to order its own scotch. Ah. We said 18. Yeah, it's an 18. Yeah. A bit old for my taste, but you know. I missed you, man. It's good to talk to you. <laughs> we haven't had a chat in a long while. We I'm trying to remember the last time I thought, like actually even talked to you. Months and months. It feels yeah. like. Feels Gotta like be. it would have been around the end of the last F1 season. Maybe not even. Yeah, no, I think you're even. right. I think you're right. Well, you've been busy with your job, and I've been busy with my job. Like we're, you know, apparently. I never thought this would be the case for me, but apparently competence is rewarded because I've never been competent before in my life. Oh, fuck. What's Montreal. it rewarded with? Montreal just scored against Toronto. Fuck. Good. I don't care. The reward is... Uh, oh, what's the reward for competence? Demonstrate you are more competent. <laughs> That's your reward. Just keep trying. Just keep keep grinding. Yeah. And they tell you there's a cookie at the end, but there's no cookie. There were a cookie. I've had three like, hey, uh, if you do this thing that we absolutely desperately need someone to do, uh, I'll make sure that you can do this thing that you actually want to do. I've had that three times. I've never done the thing that I actually wanted to do. Right. Never happens. What a sad state of affairs. All right. What are you drinking? You got the Glen Morangi. Extra rare, but I'm only going to have one of those. Extremely rare, sorry. 18. Yeah, that's okay. 18. I'm going to then go to a Talisker 10. Solid. Talisker? Tel- I've, I've never actually had a Talisker. That's from the Isley Island, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never actually sat and had one. I'm going to – I might give that uh, old college try someday. someday. You know, when, when inflation goes down. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, maybe, they, we're, maybe we're, we're, used to it with, we're used to it in Ontario with the liquor board. 
the way it is on import taxes on uh, on premium liquor. But I feel bad for Ontario because you just got your um, you like you spent the last three years getting the rampant runaway inflation from the wind government under control, and then now you got it from the feds. Yeah, because seven months ago people still chose to vote for someone who. I guess they'll forgive him if he how doesn't think about monetary policy. How much did that election cost again? Yeah, how much did that election cost again? It was like six hundred million or something like that. A lot. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, but it's only like it. it it'd be nine hundred million today, so it's a steal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a deal we got on that one. <laughs> <laughs> a completely unnecessary election that nobody wanted. Or if they wanted it, it was for the purpose of change. But, like, I think, I don't know. It's like that quote from, and I'm speaking about the uh, the other candidates other than the Liberal Party. Because um, I'm not in favor of any of them. I think they're all garbage. Um, it's that, uh, what was that quote from Gladiator? People should know when they're conquered. Yeah. It's like the conservatives, the NDP, all of them, they all should have known. It's like, this is fucking stupid. Why are we doing this? Yeah, but they didn't want to do it. It was the sitting government that called know, it. They had I the know. real choice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, the sitting government had spent the last seven months, eight months trying to bait them into a no confidence vote to try and get that majority they desperately wanted. Yeah. Well, now they got the majority. No. Yes, wow. they did. They did with the NDP. I did. <laughs> The, you know, you know, I was thinking about this today. You know, so like, Mister Singh, why are you so bad at negotiating? Because what you got was we will protect the liberal government. That's what you have to do. But yeah. then what you got in return is we will uh, endeavor to move forward. Uh, I don't know if you can hear my air quotes, listeners. Endeavor yeah. to move forward on your national dental care and pharma care. It's like no, no. What it should be is will be signed within the next year or kick rocks like i would i wouldn't why would you take that deal you know what i actually thing is is i actually like the ndp leader only on his charisma alone just his ability to speak publicly i like i he's actually good at it the problem is is when it actually comes to the actual politics of running the country he's like that little dog in the looney tunes car cartoon with the big dog like hey spike what's going on spike what are we doing today spike that's what they fucking sound like well, yeah, it's just like ideas out of nowhere. Nothing's costed. I mean, I think it, it wasn't the last election. It was two elections ago that all their like um, finance ministers or whatever mm -hmm. were on a on a debate together, and they asked, he said something. The NDP one said something, and they're like, "Yeah, but what would that cost?" He's like, "Well, I don't have the numbers in front of me." And then like even the Green Party one is like, "What do you mean you don't have the numbers in front of you? This is the this is the finance debate." Yeah, you're supposed to have the fucking yeah, numbers. We all have our numbers. What do you mean you don't have your numbers? Is this your first what rodeo? Just <laughs> <laughs> some guy in a tie? Like, are you actually in the NDP? <laughs> uh, can we stop being governed by idiots? I'm sorry. No. no, because people vote emotionally, not rationally. Well, and also, well. <laughs> That's one aspect to it. Absolutely. The other aspect is who wants to fucking run? Like I no wouldn't. decent character wants to run. Not in that nonsense. You have to give up so much of your integrity to be a 100%. 100%. It's funny. Um, 
part of the reason why we haven't talked in so long, uh, and I'll take full responsibility for this, is because I started watching that show Yellowstone, um, which apparently, according to you, is like a bane on the existence of all single people because only like couples watch it. I, I don't, I don't understand that. No, no, no. It's just every <laughs> couple I know is watching Yellowstone. Fair enough. Uh, that okay. That's what you said. And okay. It, I mean, I get it. If you're in a couple, things are probably boring. Yeah. And if you need some, <laughs> if you need there some we Netflix, go. If you need some Netflix cowboys to get the juices flowing for your missus, I Netflix get it. Netflix cowboys. Listen to this. It's Paramount, least, by the way. It's another streaming it platform to our our uh, our. Anyway, yeah, it was on Netflix or Amazon Prime, wasn't it? Uh, it's on Paramount. Paramount Plus. That's the new one what of the, the hell newer. Is Paramount Plus. It's got the new Halo show on it. What are you we're talking gonna, about? Yeah, we're just going to do free marketing for this uh, for all these streaming platforms now. Yeah, there's a new streaming platform. What what do you think I didn't say its name? I'm getting paid by Netflix and Amazon Prime. No, no. I didn't even know there was other streaming services. They are so uncompetitive in the market. Use Amazon Prime. 100%. 100%. No. um, There's a quote from this show, Yellowstone, and, and it's about politics. It's about like when you're when you're running running the show when you've been elected and you're running the show that's the time for you to exhibit good character for you to that's the time for you to be the good person that you are when you're trying to win the show when you're competing you do you play dirty you do whatever the fuck you gotta do to get into power and it's just like that is so fucking backwards to me but i get it i understand it's just that don't make it right but whatever problem is when somebody spends so much of their life doing the dirty trying to win piece it's pretty yeah. hard to flip that switch yeah you can't just like and like well even if you could how could we trust you like how can i trust you as a human being if you're willing to go the distance that it takes to win the fight yeah. and if and if the crit- criteria for winning the fight is that bad and that poor maybe we need to look at the fucking fight itself I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I was I was talking to one of my buddies about like I I I just I just I want to reach inside the House of Commons and just shake them. Yeah. Like I would I would want to see legislation pass. So I, you know, I got some ideas about like fix the housing crisis by or help fix the housing crisis at least temporarily by divesting of a bunch of government buildings and encouraging work from home which is the way it's going anyway, but you don't yeah. divest of the government infrastructure. It remains government buildings, but they're converted to apartments for low income people. Yeah. You know, there's, there's an idea you can, I, like create, you can create jobs to renovate it as well. Um, so you, like, you know, a rent protected kind of like a state housing in, in the UK for, for the poor. I mean, these are very practical ideas, uh, like very implementable ideas, but I think you need to go deeper. I think you need to go to the underlying ideology. Like you, you, well, need, think, to, you need to tackle I, the, the, like, the attitude that, and how the system works. Well, that yes, partially. The, we need electoral reform, not necessarily getting rid of first past the post. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we just did a census. Now is a better time than ever to make sure that our voting districts actually reflect where people live. Uh, I think our population is significantly larger than it was 
however many years ago we added seats to the house, which was probably a very long time ago. It's probably yeah. due for some more, especially in the rural areas. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the fact that like if one more election goes that the popular vote goes to one party and <laughs> the actual election goes to the other, because that's what Vancouver, Toronto and Montreal voted for. Yeah. The West is going to lose its mind and rightfully so. Yeah. Maritimes basically don't vote. Nobody cares. And that's so we need funny to coming that. from you living in Quebec, uh, receiving all the payments that Alberta pays for by, by the way, I'm just, oh, it's kind of cool. Aid for I, I'm, I'm glad. Alberta's broke now. They're run by yeah. the NDP. That's They're getting true. transfer payments now. Um, That's, that is so true. <laughs> Saskatchewan's footing the bill because apparently Saskatchewan's making money. Oh my god! But um, we're no. This is the end times, my friend. Right, like, right. It's a, it's a topsy turvy backwards world. Yeah. But the other the thing Soviet I would do, Union is back. The uh, <laughs> Newfoundland has found a way to make money. Uh, <laughs> like, Soviet Union is trying to come back, but yeah. the. Uh, uh, the other thing I would do is like make that room full of children answer questions because there's nothing more insulting to me as a voter than someone being asked a very direct yes or no question and then just spouting some political bullshit yeah. and sitting back down and everyone applauding as if that was a thing. And if I you want, can't answer I the want question. The speaker, hang on. Let, let me let me finish this thought. Okay, I've, go got, I've got a whole way to finish this thing. Or to I fix like this. it. If you, if you, uh, I would change the way the pension works for MPs to um, two years instead of three. Okay, the reason being, I get it. Some people are a bit, um, a bit butt hurt that they get a pension so quickly, but I mean they can be voted out in an unconfidence vote or anything in anything fickle. Um, politics is a fickle business. And the fact is, if you're running for office, you did have to put your small business or your law firm or whatever had to be put. You can't make any private money while you're in government. So you did have to like you took a massive fiscal hit to run for office. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the pension thing, you know, we could lower it. But like, you know, a $70,000 pension for the rest of your life, no matter what happens after the first time you're elected, provided that you leave your leave office because of a vote, there would be another way to leave office where you would lose your pension. And the way I see this working is clamping down on question period. So in an effort to force politicians to answer questions of constituents, which is their bloody job mm -hmm. and represent them, uh, the speaker would be replaced instead of being a, um, like a, a party appointee, mm -hmm. it would be a rotating duty of one of the Supreme court justices. Okay. The Supreme court justices then would have an eighth member. Who's like a, like, um, like a like an honest broker. Well, no, like an a, an apprentice to fill in for the seventh Supreme Court justice because the reason there's seven is so they can't <clears> be tied <throat> on a vote, right? Uh, um, and um, so while one is doing the duties of the speaker, there would be like an apprentice dude that fills in. He'll he'll be the he or she will be the next upcoming Supreme Court justice yeah, when yeah, one yeah. retires. The runner up, and it just keeps things keeps things balanced. The speaker, because a judge is used to, you know, laying down judgment and sentencing, would then have the power to uh, force a member of parliament to answer a question, i.e. when the member of parliament stands up, sits down and has said a bunch of political nonsense, the speaker can say the honorable minister from, you know, Peterborough will answer the bloody question. Yeah. And the only problem and, with that is then, that people can be bought and paid for. Sure. But then uh, if the question's not answered to the speaker's satisf satisfaction, they're ejected from parliament. And if that happens three times over the course of your time as an MP, you're done, son. You're wow. Cut. You're just fired. Just fired. You so what, not doing what happens? Job. 
what happens, and just for me to play devil's advocate, what happens for that judge if uh, it, there is an appearance that they are being uh, deferent to one party or another? Well, that I mean, that's going to happen because individuals have political bias, but that's why the justices will be rotating through, right? So it's a week-long okay. duty. Then the next one comes through. Then the uh, next one that's comes not through. a bad solution. I like it. It's okay. Okay. So okay. you should law so it's like averages. a referee in a hockey game, almost like yeah, that. Like, yeah. So law of averages, you should, you should even out. And there could be an appeals process to an ejection not counting towards your three, yeah. right? That would then go in front of the, the other justices. But yeah, it's almost like a referee in a hockey game where like there's like this unspoken rule in, in a hockey game where a referee will call a penalty on a player and it's almost like they're obligated to call a penalty on the other team within like the next five minutes or so. Especially if it was kind of a like everyone's like, oh, that was a bit of a shit call. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the and the referee, it's just like the referee's almost like without admitting it, admitting, yeah, that was a shit call. I'm gonna call the other team so that now we're back to square one. Back to even Stevens. Yeah, yeah that's right. No, okay, I, I can get behind that's not a bad idea. I like it. And it at least forces them to answer the bloody questions. Fuck me is like is that ever needed? I'm tired right. of this fucking. It's it's almost like a filibuster. It's, of, it's all it is. Not, and, yeah. and it's become the default standard of politics. Uh, you just don't answer any questions, and you blame the. You know, I would give them. I would give them even further powers. Uh, you know, where the the honorable prime minister will cease to mention the government of Stephen Harper, which was three elections ago. Yeah, and will stick to the reality and the present. Yeah. What are you going to do now about it? Like, yeah, you can't can't just say, well, under the Harper government, that was (laughs) fucking eight years ago, bro. Yeah. Like, (laughs) get get over it. it. Yeah. It's not a fucking ex-boyfriend. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, you can't just keep vilifying a dude that like got us out of the recession quickly. Yeah. Maybe if you'd thought about monetary policy, you wouldn't be leading us into another one. <sighs> no, and, and there's, I'm not saying that everything the liberals have done is wrong. I know that on the world stage, he's been kind of embarrassed recently. I um, saw that. Uh, yeah, I saw a news article about that. Uh, the EU Parliament. No, yeah. Okay, let's, let's remember, though, let's bear in mind that the EU Parliament members that lambasted him tended to be fairly right wing anti-vaccine people but uh, there's, there's some questionable actors in there yeah yeah but <laughs> i mean it shows that the kind of world shine has rubbed off of trudeau yeah he's no like, longer six the... years ago he could do no wrong right he was going yeah, to politics. he was but yeah no he's uh our boy has had some uh some missteps and he's had some uh he's had some interesting things happen over the last uh, few months it's uh I don't know. I know there's a lot of people uh, upset, good friends of mine, and I'm quite frankly, I'm so upset about the uh, whole Emergency Measures Act being called. I think that was, uh, I think that was, I, I don't know the right word to use. Uh, overkill is, is a word that comes to mind. Overreach. Um, overreach, yeah. Problem is, it's, it's, it, it just, even, okay. <clears throat> because I haven't read the the Emergency Measures Act, the new one. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hesitate from commenting or giving an opinion one way or another. I'm just all I want to say is that um, after an election that was a blatant power grab, 
mm-hmm. after holding on to pandemic emergency measures for much longer than were necessary. Yeah, didn't call it for the co- didn't call it for the pandemic and was called and that was called a blatant power grab. Yeah. You know, it doesn't look good. No. To have a third one. Especially no. considering that like the protests were being cleared away before the act was enacted. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Like I, I don't don't get me wrong, I don't agree with the the Freedom Convoy. I have friends that lived in downtown Ottawa that their lives were a living hell for three weeks. Um, yeah, okay. You know, I, I, buddy, I, I have a thought mine, about that. I have a buddy I, of mine actually had to leave his apartment because his carbon monoxide detector was constantly going off from all the diesel fumes sitting right outside the intake of his apartment. Okay. Constantly. In like okay. That sucks for your buddy. That really but does. It does. Time, but at the same time, <laughs> Ottawa's a national capital. And you wanna yes. you wanna talk you wanna talk Thank to you. a French you wanna talk to a French person about like all oh, the truckers are annoying? They'll be like yeah, Get fucked, mate. Every fucking four, every four years of my city, it burns down. They flip all the police cars. Thank you. It's Thank a national you. capital. But somehow Ottawa's always gotten out of it. All the protests happen in like Toronto for the G8 yeah. for some reason, where it's like, okay. you know, wrong government guys. Like, or for- like Montreal or Vancouver. I don't know why. You're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> fucking killing me. So thank you. Thank you. I like two things. Yes. First thing, people chose to fucking live in downtown Ottawa. You could have chosen to live anywhere else. You need to be held accountable for your own actions at some point. Don't be fucking. And, and, and second point, which is exactly what you just said. Ottawa is the fucking capital of Canada. It is protest central. Anytime there's going to be, be a yeah. fucking protest, it's going to be on Capitol Hill. You it need you should know that if you're going to buy real estate in downtown Ottawa and you don't take that as a factor, then that's on you, my friend. I'm sorry. Like, it's like oh, it's like I have no it's, fucking it's like about, for uh, you whatsoever. It's like moaning about a flood when you live next to the Red River. Exactly. One hundred percent. It was gonna happen. Thank um, you. That was cathartic for me. Like I, I felt like this great pressure. <laughs> but for some, like I feel, I I mean, also because I'm from there, but I feel more pity for my friends from Toronto who have to deal with like G8 protests every couple of years, and they're like, yeah. "Yo, the government's not here, guys. Like you yeah. can burn down our city if you want, but like they're not here. They yeah. don't care." <laughs> like, yeah. Or Montreal, you know, like every time the fucking Habs even win a game, or Vancouver. <laughs> Whenever they make it to the playoffs yeah. and inevitably lose. That happened like one time. Edmonton's had two NHL riots in the last like decade. <laughs> oh, uh. But yeah, so I mean, it, it is a national capital. So it was Ottawa's loss of innocence a little bit too, right? Like, yes. And they just got to join. Now Canada's a real country. Your capital gets overrun every so often. Now to pretend that it's like some sort of January sixth thing, I thought that was a little silly. Yeah, that was clearly. But um, I mean, even January sixth, the whole uh, like trying. Well, no, their stated insurrection on the yeah because their stated purpose was to stop the count and overthrow the government. True, true. 
and you do have so, to take that it seriously. Is, yeah, you absolutely. But do. but when but when one guy when the one how many fatalities were were there? And one of them was from a, a a dude who had a heart attack because he was so fucking excited. Is the most exciting thing that had happened in his entire life. In like, the insurrection, there was that one lady got shot. Did she? Yeah, there was a ex, ex- military woman got shot. Yeah, I did not know that. All right, well, well, shame on me. Not in Ottawa, in DC. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but I'm also saying the same thing about that uh, the dude who I guess he died of a heart attack because it was like the most exciting day of his life or something like that. Probably on a lot of drugs too. That that, I mean, it did not look like the most sober mob. (laughs) 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 It looked like a bunch of Canadians before they marched on Vimy Ridge. (laughs) Yeah, they got a double double rum ration. (laughs) Where's your shirt, bro? It's January. (laughs) (laughs) He got a Viking helmet on. You okay. can't fucking cosplay. <laughs> oh my god, fuck, man! It's this is insane. Like just even doing, it's almost like we're doing like a a summary of the last quarter, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> fucking wild. And it reminds me the the the, the comparing the the convoy thing to the January sixth <sighs> thing kind of reminds me of like one of my buddies, like when Trudeau had his first scandal way back, like seven years ago. One of my American buddies. I was like, yeah, we got a scandal going on. It was uh, like this, this thing happened. He's like, man, that wouldn't even make the news in the States. Your scandals are nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was the SNC level or anything. Yeah. Like, well, I got Trump, bro. Like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can't last one interview without talking about grabbing pussies or some shit like that. Hey, yeah. like, like a Donald J. Trump. Fuck, man. We could get Trump 2.0. Who? Well, the Americans could in two years. I guess they got their uh, their Senate election this year. Should be this year, yeah. yeah. I don't understand how their system works. There's always an election going on in the United States. Yeah. There's too many fucking elections. That's a problem. That is a problem. We just need one guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> one guy that sits. A- let's, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, a dude that's probably going to win his next election. Who, Putin? Uh, well, no, that I mean, yeah, if he lives. <laughs> I I was thinking more Zelensky. Yeah. The the comic turned war hero. <laughs> Fuck, man. Like imagine like if people don't know this, um it's like if John Stewart were to be president. Not John Stewart, man. One of his most famous bits was he played the piano with his penis. That's true, but that is not beneath John Stewart. True. For the sake if of culturally, comedy. that was doable in the United States. It yeah. would have been done. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, like he also got he can bust a move on Dancing with the Stars. I heard about it's on that. YouTube. It's amazing. Wow. So okay, yeah, let's talk about Zelensky. What? Volodymyr. What a. What a Where did that come from? Yeah. Like he could have just fucked off with his tens of millions of dollars. And Klitschko, the mayor of Kiev, the boxer. Yeah, that's he right. He also could have fucked off with all his money. Well, he's an MMA guy. Or was he a boxer? I can't remember. His yet. brother's an MMA guy. He's a boxer. Uh, two okay. of them are still there, though, fighting. One of them went back. Insane. I think the other brother, the the younger brother, went back to Ukraine. when he Like he skipped out on a title fight or something in the UFC to go back to Ukraine. That's insane. Speaking of sports figures who uh, 
are involved somehow with uh, this whole ser- this whole situation. What about Ovechkin with Russia? I heard there was, a whole, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on with him. Like uh, people were booing him on the ice. I'm sure they were. Guess, like because he Dude, didn't condemn. Got- I don't know. He didn't condemn Russia or something like it. But here's the thing. Like, could you imagine being Ovechkin and maybe your family's back in Russia and like you're so high profile that maybe your family's in danger and like you got to keep family's your mouth definitely shut? in danger. Yeah, like you got to keep your mouth shut, man. Like I. Like it's also been I, in the United States for like true. twenty years, you know, true. like yeah. I mean, yeah, he was born in Russia, and he was it, a Russian it, it just it's the the larger collateral damage um, is it is pretty crazy. Nikita Mazepin losing it, although you know his dad was literally photographed with Putin the day of the invasion. So yeah. was he actually? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Mazepin was a bit of a whiny. Fucking quad anyway. Yes. Nobody likes Nikita Mazepin, so yeah. we're okay with it. Everyone's okay with it. Yeah. Sucks for Danny Kvyat. He was going to be doing the 24 Hours of Le Mans this year. Did you watch Drive to Survive? Yeah. You were saying it's uh, it's not it's becoming more and more fabricated. Yeah. Well, I I, I didn't say this. Had enough drama last year. Had enough drama without needing fabrication. That's right. That's right. Um, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I didn't send this to you, but there's a, I guess, uh, Max Verstappen put up a post and he, and it was him addressing the fact that he didn't do an interview or didn't do anything with yeah, because they create too much fake stuff. And he, had, and he pointed out the example of Lando. Yeah. And he's he right. Lando look like a dick, like, yeah. and Lando and Danny Rick do not have any issues with each other. No. In fact, McLaren did a, a video where they were watching it for the first time. Like in their their race suits, and like just a promo thing, and like that whole episode where he's like, Lando's kind of like, they're trying to make him look like he's getting his elbows out with Danny Rick, and then he like cuts to a scene, he's like, he pushed me off, like it's clearly not even that race, and the both of them are like, that's not that track, that was later, and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> just just trying to get those views, man. They want to yeah. get the viewership up. It's shady show business is is always been shady. Though. Well, actually, the, it was in the news yesterday. I think that the F one drivers union thing that George Russell uh, heads mm-hmm. um, is has gone to the FIA, and they're like, "You need to fucking rein Netflix in, or we're not doing this." Good. That's good. Because we we like our character is always in public. Like it's our brand. Their names are their brand, right? Like yeah. Yeah, that's so true. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> like, you can't so be you stop. can't be doing this fucking salacious. Like uh, I, I did it last. I was, was going to use a really Lando. bad nerdy example, so I won't use it because I know you'll make fun of me. Um, they, they did it last year with Lando and Carlos Sainz. Yeah, who were like BFFs. Yeah, that's, that's that's so crazy. Like they're just uh, they're trying to paint a picture in order to create some sort of salacious story, and it's uh, good. Uh, like. That's actually good because uh, you want to hear success stories from from unions. There was also hear. a uh, there was a um, you know a, a thing going around a video going around on Instagram where like they were lining up before the Bahrain Grand Prix to hear the anthem and Hamilton gave Verstappen a fist bump and like they did a fist bump like carried on said something to each other and it's like the things Netflix won't let you see. Like, That's right. <laughs> like, That's a good point. It's a good point. Anyway, back to Zelensky. 
What a fucking like hero. Never, uh, uh, I just it, hope he doesn't sad? end up. Run, I just is hope it, he doesn't end up running Ukraine for the next thirty years. Like yeah, Putin. true. You know I mean, he needs he needs to now have that character you were talking about from your uh, from your cowboy show to like maybe run in the next election and then not after that. Then just call it. Be like, I'm not running. Well, I mean, once you've been a wartime leader, you need to like Step you down. can't you can't. It's it's almost like it's another unwritten thing. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like about our collective psychology. But once we're back in peacetime, we tend to kick out the wartime leaders anyway. That's right. That's right. You were useful. You were useful for the war. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. He lost the next election. That's right. He was no longer useful. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and Mackenzie King in our case. Uh, Borden as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, it's uh, so absolute admiration for it. I, here's my question is like, is it sad to acknowledge like we've been long overdue for a great leader in the world somewhere just to like somebody who exhibits the moral character that we've been dying for. We want so badly like a junkie looking for their next fix. We um, want that well, so badly. I, I've, I've been actually thinking about this a fair amount and I, and I think you're not wrong, but I also think that I think it's sad. Well, no, I think that Zelensky and I also shows think a, it's dangerous. Well, I, I, I would argue what's more dangerous uh, is that Zelensky has showed us that our, you know, life's been pretty good for the last 10, 15 years. So our priorities have shifted a lot, especially in the last five. Yeah. Um, instead of looking at the character of the man or woman and what they're doing right now, we're going as far back in their past as possible to try and catch them out on something inappropriate that was done. We're looking Are we doing that? Are we doing that? I haven't seen that. That's crazy. Well, they dug up Trudeau's blackface thing. That's a oh, scandal. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I see. So we're taking the, but the, we're not the, doing that with Zelensky. You're, you're not no, saying we're doing no, that with Zelensky. That's what I mean. Zelensky's, nobody could get away with it right now. He's so lauded for his current moral character. Yeah. Whatever he did in the past, people are not going to care about, at least uh-huh. for now. That's right. Right? Um, and I think it shows that. We've we've been excusing current performance of people based on past actions. It's like, yeah, he's got the charisma of a table, but he, you know, didn't grope anyone when he was in university. Which I'm not excusing That's sexual assault. Don't get me wrong. Bar. <laughs> but you know, like we've been we've been obsessing over what somebody tweeted ten years ago or whatever, and not what the we've left no room for like personal growth or improvement. Yeah. Um, and I think Zelensky's a leader that shows us like in the moment, you need someone that's going to step up and surprise you in a good way. And maybe if we gave more people a chance, they would. Well, I think you're, I think you're onto our larger point. Like we are so fickle as a species, we will follow like, and not to be sexist about this, but like we will follow the great man, um, through to the gates of hell, like that's that's part of our DNA. Yeah, like you want to be led. Yeah, um, but at the same time, oh, I'm losing the point. Shit, as I'm making it. <laughs> Fuck, classic. It's classic rocks. Fuck. 
<laughs> Damn it. Uh, we want to follow somebody so badly, um, but it, it it gets to our detriment. It, it I don't know. I like. I have a fear that we are propping up somebody so much like Zelensky that if oh, he, he can only if, fail, he can he, only fail. At that's that. right. That's right. Like that pedestal only goes so fucking high, my friends. Yep. And and what happens when? And it's exactly the what you're saying. It's about you know there has to be a path of redemption for everybody. It's funny. I was just watching the uh, new Spider-Man movie before we uh, sat down and did this. There's and a I was new just one. Like that whole yeah, there's a new one. The, the whole premise of the movie, the whole premise, the whole theme is about redemption. Redemption of all of the like it goes back and it visits the villains from like the old Spider-Man from like 20 years ago. Like the um, Tobey Maguire one? The Tobey Maguire ones and the Andrew Garfield ones. Like, it actually goes back and it brings those villains into this movie. Who's it's Andrew Garfield? Great, it's actually was Andrew Garfield. He played Spider-Man, like, in the early 2010s. No, it was Tobey Maguire and it's the, the gymnast, the news, the newsie. Oh, you, oh, my friend. The one dating Zendaya. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. You got laid when we went and watched Marvel movies. Go fuck yourself, okay? No, like, he didn't, because there was no Spider-Man, because it was owned by There Sony. have been three Spider-Mans, my friend. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Who and is now, Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield. Okay, did you ever watch the movie, um, uh, the, uh, fuck. It's that Facebook movie about fucking, um... Social network. The social the kid, social network. Is it called social kid, network? With the kid from Zombieland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Told, um, Andrew Garfield was in that movie. He was uh, he was the co-creator of Facebook with okay. uh, Zuckerberg. Okay, but he it was played the kid the, from he played the he played the dude who was the co-creator of Facebook, and then Zuckerberg, being Zuckerberg, uh, muscled him out of the whole situation. And then, right. and then it, there's a great scene where uh, Andrew Garfield's like, fuck you. And it, it, like, he's, he's a... Don't be like you're not a part of Facebook. You're not a part of Facebook. My name's on the masthead. You might want to check again. It's because I froze the account? You think we were going to let you parade around in your ridiculous suits pretending you were running this Sorry, company? Sorry! My Prada's at the cleaners! Along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douchebag! The guy is like a, a really brilliant actor. Uh, and he okay. played Spider-Man for two films, two Spider-Man films in the early 2010s. Nobody noticed because uh, it happened in 2012, actually. Nobody noticed because uh, Avengers came out, the first Avengers film. So that was huge. And uh, the third Batman film with Christian Bale came out. So nobody knew that this fucking Spider-Man movie. Yeah, because I thought the, I thought the reason it took so long for Spider-Man to be in the Marvel movies because he was the character was owned by Sony somehow. For that some is exactly reason. it. That's exactly why. Sony and particularly the executive producer who's been connected to Spider-Man since the nineties. Uh, his name's Avi Arad. He's like, he's all about the toy manufacturing. He's not about the actual character. He just like likes to override directors and stuff. He's created a lot of problems for um, this. This is more useless knowledge that you don't care about that. I have <laughs> That's what it comes down to anyway. There are three Spider-Mans. <laughs> I, I, I believe you will find they are called Spider-Men. Spider-Men, yes. Spider-Persons. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
And uh, yeah, there's uh, well three live act live action actors who have played Spider Man. There's obviously there's there's that the old animated who, one from the '60s that is now basically used as memes. Well, there's that, but there's also there's a new animated movie that came out a couple of years ago. It was about Miles Morales. Uh, a Ooh. different yeah, there's a different Spider Man. He's a black Spider Man. Yeah, that's that's called Venom, dude. It was Tom Hardy. And no, it was no, shit. no, 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 no. This is a different Spider Man. No, it's called Venom. It was the whole reason uh, Tobey Maguire did an emo dance. No, I mean, one. I mean, an African American played oh. Spider Man. Not. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> glad you're not racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God! He's taking a lot more of a risk. Who? Just saying, black dude in a mask in Brooklyn, you're gonna get shot. Well, that was one of the, you gotta watch this new Spider-Man film. Cops aren't gonna like it. No, 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 no. It's it's funny. Jamie Fox is in it. He plays like Electro in the new Spider-Man movie. Okay. Because he played he played Electro when Andrew Garfield was uh, was Spider-Man. So he played the Electro character. And so at one point. Uh, the spider uh tom holland i think he's talking to uh yeah he's talking to jamie fox he's like you're white shit man i thought spider-man was black you know kid from queens i always thought like you know he's always looking after like the everyday man i thought he was black and so is the it is kind of a flippant but funny comment it's pretty cool anyway to get back to my original point <laughs> which was whole, the whole purpose of the movie, the whole theme is about redemption. It's about like, even the villains get redeemed in one way, shape or form. Like they get fixed, they get cured of their mental illness or get killed or killed. They get uh, cured of their, uh, of uh, all the shitty things that have happened to them that made them villains in the first place. And then it also redeems like the actors who, two of which have had, arguably shitty films. Andrew Garfield uh, had the worst of it um, because they like, you know, fanboys be fanboys. They want to, they want to shit on things that don't meet their expectations. And he got a, he got kind of a shitty deal. And, uh, and so like, this was a huge path of redemption for him as an actor, for Andrew Garfield as an actor, it was a big deal. Cause he's uh, of the three actors who've played Spider-Man. He was like the biggest fan of them all. Um, and then there was also Toby McGuire, who arguably had like a third, the poorly, like it, it was not a bad film. It's just like, it gets remembered for bad parts. Like emo dancing, emo dancing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I remember from that movie. That's exactly that's literally the only thing I remember. From that that's movie. exactly it. And so and he, that he was in Seabiscuit. He also gets that's not even related to the movie. It's that's just right. that he was also in Seabiscuit. That's, that's right. the only two things I remember about the third yeah. Spider-Man. You know, that uh, Spider-Man meme where they're like all pointing at each other. Uh, yeah. like the old Spider-Man cartoon. There's like three different Spider-Man. Well, they actually did that in the movie in like a very oh, kind of cool, subtle way. It. What's that? They're in it. Oh, yeah. The other two Spider-Mans? Yeah, 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 yeah. But Tobey Maguire's got to be like 40. Yeah, but they, so they bring him back in his current age or whatever as Spider-Man. He's just so he's in a different... This is a 40-year-old? No, no, no. They What they did is just a one-time deal. Um, my That's my assumption. They're probably going to... Now that they've... No, no, I'm not it, talking about the actors. I'm talking about how's the story work. That's he's what still, I'm saying. He's still okay, Spider-Man. So you, like need to, you need to like... Okay, without... 
I'm gonna have to like go through the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I know I've you, seen you the are, Marvel movies, Dingle Nuts. All of them. I don't know. There's a have lot. Have you watched any Probably of the not. shows in the last year? What shows? What are you talking about? There's TV shows like Loki. There's like WandaVision. They're good shows. They're, on, they're on Disney Plus. That's why you don't know. No, because I'm not on a list. <laughs> you know they have like R-rated films on Disney Plus, right? Like Aliens. Aliens is on Disney Plus. I'm also just like I'm gonna be dusting off the old Pirate Bay. I think there's too many streamers. Is is also that one doesn't pay me, so you should just stick with Netflix and Netflix and Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh get no God. Mickey Bucks to fucking say some other streaming <laughs> services. If you want to watch my show, huh? <laughs> you gotta pay me twenty dollars a month. Huh? Twenty dollars a month? Are they out of their fucking minds? Probably close to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like Amazon Prime is eighty dollars a year, and they deliver my shit for free. Like. In a day, somehow. Yeah, that's because they have all of that logistical support. Because, like, Amazon Prime is a side gig. The streaming service is a side enticement. Well, no, actually, now it's the kind of the primary reason people get No, you're right, it is. It it used to be just like, also, we have these three TV shows if you want to watch them. And everyone's like, nah, bro, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your player doesn't work properly. Yeah, you used to have to get discs out of vending machines. Yeah, really hates my VPN. Yeah. Oh, it really does. Everything hates VPNs. It's it's silly. Yeah, All I'm to, trying to do is protect myself from the likes of you. And yeah, because they're trying, trying to take your data. So they're like, hey, what is this? Yeah. You fucking criminals. You can't all be in St. Louis. That's to, go, to, go, to, go, to go full circle back to what the role of government should fill, it's that, to protect the fucking citizens. It's like, no, they get to fucking use VPNs because you guys use fucking stupid practices in your business. Yeah, but part of it's so part of it's them protecting themselves, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. So like Netflix, for example, the reason they have different shows in different areas is because of different legal licensing deals in different countries. And stuff. I get yeah, no, I get it. I understand. So, they, so if fair. you can use a VPN to access stuff that you're not supposed to be able to watch in Canada from Canada, theoretically they could be liable, although they would get out of it in court. Like yeah. they're just being shitty. They're just that, showing that they're doing their due diligence. That's all. That is fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. I gotta let the dog out of the room. She's uh she's getting squirrely. Give me a second. <sighs> anyway, redemption. That's what I was talking about, right? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. There has to be a path of redemption. That's it. I think that's the biggest lesson we need to take away from all of this, from everything that's going on in the world. There has to be a path of redemption. Yeah, Zel- people forget Zelensky was like really Putin, unpopular. Though. Zelensky was really unpopular before this war. That's true. Like he was. Yeah. Like, approval ratings were super low, as with every politician, because they've had to actually make decisions and show that they don't actually know what they're talking about. Well, nobody, nobody actually likes it when people make decisions for them. We've no, got, they say they do, but... Well, we got a bunch of truckers to prove that. Yeah. 
Well, and now people aren't going to like, people are going to be like, the government's taking, the banks are taking my home with their greeds. No, the banks were, I mean, the banks were greedy to let you buy the home last year for that interest rate to begin with, but the yes. amount of money you actually had available. But they actually but, didn't make that decision. It was the government. No, it's government. They don't get to control the interest rates, weirdly. Which, I mean, is, is part of what kept, can there's an argument that we're just kind of hitting our 2008 recession now because we never really had the housing crisis like the americans did no we had protections that's right government protections were in place so that's right which it's oddly enough stephen harper claimed credit for but they were already put in place before he came in paul martin's government to put those in place it was the liberals to put those in place that's right i mean harper got the credit because of course he did because of course he he was the one there the the economist according he was the one there at the time yeah Anyway, what oh, else? Man. Uh, we we gone. We, that felt like a lightning round. That was fifty minutes of just like pure, just firing from the hip. We did pretty good there. I like two, that. Two, two, two. That was good. That was two. good. That was engaging. Pew. <laughs> what do we do now? What do we? Do? We got nothing to talk. We covered everything. <laughs> you're hearing now is the Temptations 1970 hit single Ball of Confusion That's What the World Is Today It's interesting to listen to the lyrics of this song and acknowledge that holy shit this song was made 52 years ago but 1970 was like 30 years ago I don't math I acknowledge that Uh, Hey boomers how old does this make you feel now? Right? I can feel you shaking your heads right now Anyway, it would seem nothing much has changed in over 50 years. That's what I was going to say. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your dose of whiskey and rocks and sometimes cognac. You can help us out even more if you spread the word and share us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at WhiskeyAndRocks1. All links are in the description. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for more 320 Club.